Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Wednesday, April the 20th. And as has become a, a bad habit this season, I come to you of another Phillies loss, another... Heartbreaker last night. The Phillies lose six to five and now have lost two straight in Colorado. That would make it a series loss in Colorado. Yet again, what a uh again, sadly common occurrence. It's uh, become losing in Colorado, losing in Miami. Disappointment all around as this team just continues to find ways to um, really crushed the hope out of us as we come into the season. They've now lost seven of their last eight games. And uh, it's frustrating, you know, because I do believe it's early in the season. You know, the Atlanta Braves, I keep bringing them up. They were 4-8 and to start the year last year. I mean, you know, it's far from the end of the season or anything like that. And I think that, you know, a lot of people will react that way. And look, I get it. You know, they're Colorado is good so far this year, but I mean, come on, Colorado stinks. We're going to look back and say, how do you lose those games in Colorado? Um, Miami, you go and you lose three out of four. It's just, it's bad. It's a bad start to the season. It's bad mojo around the team. It's a bad vibe for the team. And look again, I, I I'm not panicking at all for sure. But it is one of those things where, you know, you could definitely see yourself, you know, keep saying, oh, it's early, it's early, it's early. And then you look up and it's not as early anymore. So uh, at a certain point, they need to start finding ways to get on a roll here and, and motivate themselves and, uh, you know, find a way to, to show some life. And look, I mean, you know, and we'll get into the game last night and all of it. But I mean, let's be honest, you know. Look, again, it's really early, but the idea of Joe Girardi losing his job at some point this season is not crazy. You know, it's not something that we we shouldn't uh, think is a, a possibility if they continue to struggle. I mean, this is a guy who, you know, look, you know how I feel about him. If you listen to the show, I'm, I'm not a fan. I think he's done a, a bad, a flat-out bad job here, and I think he's done a, a horrendous job this season just to start, and... Uh, but, you know, more than that, a, a guy who Dave Dombrowski didn't hire. You know, Dave Dombrowski's in charge of his team right now, and he came in and Joe Girardi was already in place. He's a guy that they chose not to give a contract extension, you know, to leading into a lame duck year. I mean, that's – you never see that with a guy that a team has any sort of faith in. And baseball's littered with history of, of teams making in-season moves like that. I mean, 
It happens all the time, and and we've seen many a time where it's gone on to to spur them to a postseason run. Uh, you know, obviously Jack McKee and the Marlins that a uh, the most classic example. They went on to win the World Series with an interim manager. So, um, and look again at a certain point, whether you agree with me that that Girardi's X's and O's and in game managing has been just awful on a consistent basis his entire time here. His inability to, to stick with a lineup, his overmanaging, his lack of a feel for the bullpen, just incredible lack of a feel for the bullpen, his inability to know when his starters should or should not stay in a game. You know, all that is massive in my mind. But even if you, you, you kind of just put that aside, and it, you know, obviously that you, you don't do that, but if you were to, I mean, just the fact that this team looks so lifeless right now has to reflect poorly on him. You know, you're not going to fire the the players. You know, Bryce Harper's not going anywhere. Nick Castellanos isn't going anywhere. You know, Kyle Schwarber's not going anywhere. You know, who could go somewhere? Joe Girardi. And again, we're, we're a long way from that. I mean, long-ish, you know, maybe not that long. If they keep playing really bad, you know, if they get off to a, you know, 10 and 20 something start or whatever. I mean, they could absolutely fire him, you know, within the first, you know, with it by May, I guess. But I, I, I wouldn't expect that as long as they can kind of find a way to write the ship a bit. But, you know, if they can't get some, some mojo going, I think Joe's job is absolutely on the line. Obviously he wouldn't be back if they don't make the playoffs. He's definitely not back, even if he lasts the season. So, you know, it's put up or shut up time for Girardi, and obviously I don't have a ton of confidence that he's going to put up just from, from what I've seen from, from him. I've been obviously unimpressed. And again, you know, just uh, outside of all the X's and O's stuff that I think he is woefully inadequate at, uh, you know, I, I mean, this team just hasn't shown up. I mean, they look lifeless in Miami and Colorado. I mean, this road trip has been... It feels like September baseball for the Phils. We're already in September form. You know? I mean, it's it, they've had zero life. Just, you know, obviously they, they won the game in Miami, the one game where the bats got going. But outside of that, I mean, they, every single game they've just had no life. They They don't show up. You know, they... Tonight they fight a bit. They they get back in it. Schwarber, nice home run. You know where it's feeling good, and then they just blow it again. And it's and it's Girardi making moves in the in the bullpen. And you know again, I'm not going to blame last night on on Girardi, but I certainly think that the way this team is is uh, you know the vibe of the team has to reflect on the manager. It has to. It's part of the job. I mean, when you think about the most important parts of being a baseball manager, yes, the in-game stuff matters a lot. The ability to manage a bullpen, the ability to set the right lineup, the ability to play the matchups and, and have a feel for all that stuff. That's all crucial. But a big part of the job is, as Joe Torrey, Joe Girardi's old manager once taught us, is managing personalities and having guys ready to play every day. You know, I mean, it's it's simple. Have your guys, your, your nine who are taking the field ready to roll. Have those guys ready to go out and, and play baseball and work at bats. Get into a bullpen. Grind some stuff out. Play smart baseball. And and that's the thing. Like, 
it's not like it's just a bad start to the season for Girardi. This is what we've seen the last two seasons from him. This is Joe Girardi baseball. It is. It's exactly what we've seen. It's the same problems his entire tenure here. Obviously, if it were the the first uh, you know twelve games of his career as a manager with the Phillies, I wouldn't be calling for his head. But it isn't. And I would be fine if they fired him tomorrow. They won't, obviously, and I, I'm not calling for that, but I would be okay with it. I don't think he's a good manager. And I think we're seeing that consistently this year. I mean, it's just so disappointing. I mean, I, you know, how could you look at it any other way? And I promise you John Middleton's disappointed right now. How could he not be? He went out and spent money this offseason. He finally went over the luxury tax. He gave him Schwarber and Castellanos. And, you know, has a, 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 a GM who seems like he knows what he's doing, obviously has a track record of success and, and trying to fix a mess that he came into. And then, you know, you go out and get these guys and it's a playoffs or bust type season. And then you start four and eight with these lifeless showings on the road. Especially a team that under Girardi has struggled on the road. Comparatively, they've been way better at home. Way better. This has to come back on the manager at some point. It has to. And look, I, you know, I get it. Players win. Talent wins out in baseball. There's no question about that in every sport. But the Phillies have enough talent. They're not bad. They're not 4-8 and eight bad to start the season. And again, at a certain point, it has to come back on someone. And Girardi's had enough of a shot to to show us what he could do here and and consistently unimpressed. You know, there's no better way to say it. Let's get back to last night and then we'll kind of look ahead as day game today, a three tenner. Man, you know, it's just uh, they, they need to find a way to start winning some baseball games here. As um, Again, you know, I always say, I've said it already this season on this show, but, you know, I don't think you win the World Series in, in April, but you can you can lose it if you have a bad enough April. And the Phillies are definitely not there yet, but, you know, they're trending in the wrong direction. And the Mets are trending in a, the opposite, which is not great. Mets 9-3, so Phillies already... Was have five games back of the Mets. I mean, that's you know less than ideal way to start the season. Obviously, you got games against them. You can make it back up and all that. But you know, it's uh, it's an early hole just to to start, and they need to start finding ways out of it. Last night, just a, a frustrating loss. They actually get a lead to start. Reese Hoskins a triple. What? I mean. It was uh, one of the most shocking things that's happened this season, if not the most. Reese a, a rips a, a shot in the center field, kind of uncatchable, bounce off the wall, center fielder slams against the wall, and Hoskins lumbering around the bases, ends up sliding into third, almost was out. The the throw was bad and hit Hoskins instead of getting to the third baseman, but he gets in there. Harper follows it up with an RBI single. We're feeling good. It's like, oh, goodness, one nothing. What is this, a lead on the road? We don't do this. And then, you know, it kind of fell apart quickly there as uh, Harper um, gets thrown out second. Cassiano's ground a third, thrown to second. And um, it was on the transfer. Like, the guy caught it in seven second base, kind of. But it almost was like he, like, caught it with his glove while throwing it to his other hand. Like, it never was really fully in his glove. They didn't challenge it. 
And I don't know if they win the challenge because, you know, the rule is the transfer and he was transferring, but I don't know. It definitely did not feel like at any point that dude possessed the baseball, you know, which is the point of that, right? I mean, you got to hold the ball and be standing on the base for it to count. So I don't know. It would have been interesting if they did challenge it and make a bigger deal out of it. And we saw the replay more, but it definitely felt, you know, I didn't love it in the moment that the whole breakdown ended up, you know, costing him a potential for a big inning. As ultimately the uh, the Rockies get out of that inning, Phillies add another in the fourth on Matt Veerling single, um, and then in the fourth, the bottom of the fourth, the Rockies take a three to lead, uh, you know, chipping away. Uh, but uh, after that, Kyle Gibson kind of shuts it down. I mean, Gibson goes six innings, six hits, two walks, three runs, three strikeouts. I mean, that's a a perfect Kyle Gibson start. I mean, that's why you got him here. You know, obviously the amazing start on opening day, that's a anomaly. The last start was was not great. Um, not a disaster disaster, but it wasn't good. This one, you know, six innings, three runs. That's a, a quality start, as they say. And I think from Gibby, that's, you know, what your fifth starter needs to give you, especially in Colorado. You know, a nice outing from Gibby. Ultimately, um, the Phillies fail him. Um <laughs> After that, they they do take the lead for him in the sixth. Kyle Schwarber, you're feeling it again. And Schwarber with real muto on, almost kind of just like pokes one in the left field. And and honestly, I don't even think he thought it was gone. And it just kind of kept going. It was definitely a a Coors homer. But um, but really nice to see Schwarber get off the Schneid a little bit as he has been struggling so much. Had a a good at bat early in the game. He struck out, but you know, kind of worked the count. Was was found some pitches off, and then grounding out the next at bat, and then able to hit that big home run. And it felt like it was gonna matter. Felt like it was gonna matter. And then Joe Girardi goes to Sir Anthony Dominguez. He gets two outs, and then gets screwed. Uh, Charlie Blackman should have been out. He should have been out. It was a strike. It really was. You know, this is not a you know, a, a homer type of thing. He had a, a third, really two pitches that should have been called a strike, but certainly one um, that was absolutely strike three and wasn't called. And uh, ultimately, Blackman gets on. C.J. Cron, after another batter gets on, they take Sir Anthony out. Familia comes in, and boom! C.J. Cron just crushes one in the left field. Crone, Cron, who cares? And, uh... That would be it, essentially, as the uh, the Phillies would add one in the eighth. Schorber and RBI single, you know, nice to see that again. They get a close six to five, just enough to to make you pull you back in, and um, and then ultimately end up losing a clean ninth for the Rockies, and and they've lost two straight in Colorado. Start the uh, to start the series and the series they've lost the series. They lost the series in Colorado, and just a uh, another night where you know. They just couldn't really get anything going. Yeah, they scored five runs, but it was painstaking, and that last one obviously didn't matter enough. Uh, and, you know, it's just this offense can't seem to string things together. They can't seem to have anyone hot at the right time. They can't seem to have anyone hot at the same time, you know. Um, they string together 11 hits, only five runs. Um, you know, without Schwarber, they're, they're nowhere close. It was just a, uh, again, another another lifeless, for the most part, performance from this Philly team on this road trip. And 
you know, I just, it's, it's again, you know, we talked about it. It comes back to Girardi, but also look again, there are, there are concerns with this team so far. You know, if you want to sit here and make the case that it's not too early, that it is time to panic. I mean, you can absolutely make that case. Again, I'm not there, but if you want to say, look, I'm really nervous about Zach Wheeler. You know, I think the, the counter to that is that, you know, he didn't have a spring training and he's working that shoulder up. But if you want to say you're nervous about him off an innings, uh, all time, you know, high in innings last year and, and coming in with this shoulder issue and maybe just won't get to where he needs to be to be as dominant as they need him. Yep. That's a concern I could absolutely see playing out. I'm, I'm not there yet, but I could see it. If you want to say, um, that, you know, um, Girardi obviously has already cost them games and it'll cost them more games. I, I definitely I can't argue with that. Nola doesn't look like a vastly different pitcher than than you know the one who really struggled last year so far. You could say that the bullpen has been um, spotty at best. You know you can point to a lot of things. You can say that you know this offense, while they will hit more, it could be the type of offense that doesn't live up to its potential and again i'm not there yet i'm not there yet but i I do understand if if you're a phillies fan and you're watching this and and you know because the defense is bad and it's going to be bad we knew that and if they don't hit enough it's it's you know it's game over you know from that perspective from the defense and pitching perspective and you know ranger has hasn't looked great yet or anything like that so um you know i think i you know efflin um i think you could definitely look point to a lot of things and say this is concerning it's certainly concerning. You know, I don't think you you look at it and say oh, everything's fine. Uh, it's totally fine. But I, I definitely am still of the mind that this is way too early to make any broad sweeping judgments about a baseball team. Just insanely too early. If this happens in July and you know they had had a good start to the season, we we don't even notice it. So. Um, Maybe we do. Seven of eight is, is, you know, not good. But, you know, we don't notice in the same way. It's not as glaring. It's not as, as big. So I, I definitely am, am not ready to to panic, as I've said many times. But I'm, I'm really not ready to indict this team or indict certain parts of this team. You know, the stuff we talked about before, I could easily see Zach Wheeler, you know, working his shoulder into shape and being awesome again this year because he's Zach Wheeler. I could easily see Nola, you know, not being as bad as last season. Maybe he's not great, but I could see Nola pitching to a 370 RA or something. I mean, that would be passable. I could see the bullpen being better. Um, I can't see Girardi being much better, but I could see them getting rid of Girardi and bringing in another manager who kind of gives the team a little juice, a little life. And, and I certainly, certainly can see this team hitting a lot more. I That's, that's easy for me to envision. That's easy for me to look at and say, oh, yeah, that's a – a calculus I could do. So I do feel confident about that. So, um, you know, and, and I do think they will hit. I do think they will hit. I think, you know, Bryce Harbour will be better. Nick Cassianos, who's been good, will be better. You know, Schwarber will definitely be better. And, and hopefully last night was signs of him kind of breaking out of it. You know, the rest of the offense should be better. You know, Matt Veerling has been pretty good lately. Veerling, after a rough start to the season, starting to hit a little bit. Um so I do think offensively they will they will score enough to win. It's just a question of if everything else is going to come together and and if they can find a way. Look again, part of it too though to to what we keep talking about. Part of it is is going out and winning every day and and having the mentality and knowing how to win and 
thinking you're going to win. I mean, baseball is such a sport of confidence and belief, you know, and, um, you know, it's mano a mano. It's you versus that dude on the mound and you got to beat him. You got to beat that guy and vice versa. And, you know, if a, a team doesn't have a, a swagger or a confidence, if they don't have a belief that they can go out and win those games, then, then that's a a barrier in their way. And there's a Phillies team that, you know, let's be honest, doesn't have a lot of experience with winning games in a long time and a franchise that doesn't. And, you know, look, outside of Schwarber and, and Harper early in his career and, you know, a little bit here and there, there aren't a lot of guys on this team that have a ton of experience with winning or at least consistent winning. And um, that is a mentality. That is something that you need. And that's where I think Joe Girardi's failing them. I mean, Joe Girardi is someone who knows what that's like. You know, he managed the Yankees for a decade. You know, he went to the playoffs a lot. He won the World Series. You know, he's someone who should, and as a player, same thing. You know, he's someone who you would think would be able to bring that type of winning culture to the Phillies because, you know, it is what it is. The Phillies have a losing culture. We always have. You know, that is the defining characteristic of the Phillies over the the long span of their history. The losingest. I mean, it is what it is. So they need to, to find a way to, to import a winning culture. And look, I think Dave Dombrowski is helping with that. I really do. I mean, again, talk about a guy who has been with a lot of winning teams and has, has you know, engineered a lot of winning teams and knows what a winning organization looks like. And I do think that with a lot of the behind-the-scenes moves he's made, the, the you know, assistant GM he brought in from the Rays, Ani, the, um, you know, front office moves he's made with Preston Mattingly coming in. And I, I think Brian Barber was, you know, here prior to him, but is, is the scouting director is, is good at his job. I think, you know, I think they're starting to have institutionally a better culture, a winning culture. And I think that's, you know, obviously more important than anything, to be honest. But I don't think at the major league level they have that yet. And, uh, you know, sure, it's on the players to do that too. Don't get me wrong. It's on Schwarber and Harper and, you know, Cassianos and Romuto, the, the leaders in that clubhouse, the guys making hundreds of millions of dollars. You know, It's on them for sure. It absolutely is on them to to create a winning culture, to find a way to to go out and grind every day and 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 you know, breed a, a swagger and a culture for that team that you have to have to carry your, your team through the grind of 162 to have that, you know, vibe that you need. And, and I get it. The players have to be a part of that too, but so does Joe Girardi. And, and so far he has absolutely not been that. All right. Uh, look at tonight's game in one sec. Something I'm going to talk more about later in the week is, but um just quickly, because it was news yesterday that, um, the results from the pitch clock in the minor leagues came out, and whoa, baby, pitch clock coming to baseball next year, and it can't come soon enough. Uh, implementation of the pitch clock, a strict pitch clock in the minor leagues, has shaved 20 minutes off of game times. 20 minutes. There was a game last night, a triple A game, triple A that lasted an hour and 54 minutes. Give me that. We all know there's a better version of baseball, a quicker, more fun, more brisk game that 
balls are in play more and there's more action and it, it moves at a much quicker pace. There's less downtime. We know it. We've seen it. We grew up with it. Get us that version of baseball and of a pitching clock, which it does seem like it is a potential instrument or tool to to guide us towards that path to help us get to that path then you know yes please that's where i'm at and uh, it looks like it is we'll talk more about that later in the week because i do want to talk about the implementation of that and coming next year and some of the other changes um all right um tonight uh back air today i should say as uh philly's rockies series finale uh don't get swept would be great. Uh, Zach Eflin against Herman Marquez. Herman Marquez, a really good pitcher. Um, so, you know, we'll see. I, I have no illusions right now about this team. Uh, do I want them to win? Yeah, obviously. Am I hoping they can win, will win? Obviously. Do I think they can win? Absolutely. And and honestly, you know, look, I, I, I don't see them getting swept out in Colorado. I mean, I just can't see it, you know, but... If we're talking uh, tomorrow and it's about a sweep in Colorado, I won't be floored. We'll find out. Let's hope not. Let's hope they, they win in Colorado and then come home and, and get on a roll. Either way, we'll be back to talk about it tomorrow. So until then, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.